regenerative eagle and the king of Tweeple. We're talking about generative art and chaos magic and a few other things. Before we begin, you know I'm going to talk about tech. And then I'm going to say a few words about social networks like Twitter and news outlets like Hacker News, coordinated by Y Combinator. Let it be known that these platforms are not a measure of your values. These platforms are not a measure of your self-worth. And with this wisdom, let us now proceed with tonight's program. Well, I suppose we'll begin with a citation from Hacker News. But before I do, here's something interesting I've found about the platform, Hacker News. Yes, I have an account, and I've posted an, a number of times in the past. Uh, but for like the past month or so, maybe, maybe longer than that, I've been unable to post to Hacker News. Oddly, however, there are all manner of articles on Hacker News, which are very good, but there are some that are just amazing with the language people are allowed to get away with. You know, there's a lot of F in this and uh, asshole that. And so it's, it's interesting. I, I often wonder who is in charge of how who gets uh, to post on the platform or is it a technical glitch we'll never know because I'll never hear an answer back as to why with that out of the way let's get on with tonight's program all right so citation from Hacker News now there's a guy in Nigeria who basically used generative art based on designs or works of art by a famous artist, you know, uh, art like Disney's Beauty and the Beast. And here's a quote. And they quote, There is no argument based on morality. That's just an arbitrary line drawn on the sand. I don't really care if you think this is right or wrong. You either use stable diffusion and contribute to the destruction of the current industry, or you don't. People who think they can use stable diffusion, but are the good guys because of some funny imaginary line they've drawn, are deceiving themselves. There is no functional difference. End quote. Now, the quote I've just read to you is an interview between... It's, a, it's basically the response from the guy being interviewed by uh, the journalist or, or the fellow who posted uh, this article in Hacker News. And um, the quote I read to you is from the fellow in Nigeria who basically took this woman's artwork, like 30 different uh, art designs, fed it into this generative tech, and produced a template that is open source for everyone to use to generate their, their own artwork 
and do what they want with it. There's a lot more to that story, and it will upset a lot of people. But just letting you know it's out there. And uh, kind of, uh, we're going to touch back on that later about generative tech. And I'm going to tell you the upside of it. Because, yeah, you're going to read a lot of um, people who are very angry about generative tech and concerned. And rightfully, we all should be concerned about it. But I'm going to talk about how to use it for psionics and where I think it could be going. Before we do that, let's talk about <laughs> our favorite clown car company, Twitter. Yep, citation from The Verge. And I quote, Twitter is a disaster clown car company that is successful despite itself. And there is no possible way to grow users and revenue without making a series of enormous compromises that will ultimately destroy your reputation and possibly cause grievous damage to your other companies. I say this with other confidence because the problems with Twitter are not engineering problems, they are political problems. Twitter, the company, makes very little interesting technology. The tech stack is not the valuable asset. The asset is the user base, hopelessly addicted politicians, reporters, celebrities, and other people who should know better, but keep posting anyway. You, you, Elon Musk, are addicted to Twitter. You're the asset you just bought yourself for $44 billion, end quote. But the article from The Verge goes on, and here's the best part of the article, and I quote, The problem when the asset is people is that people are intensely complicated, and trying to regulate how people behave is historically a miserable experience, especially when the authority is vested in a single powerful individual. What I mean is that you are now the king of Twitter and people think that you, personally, are responsible for everything that happens on Twitter now. It also turns out that absolute monarchs usually get murdered when shit goes sideways. Here are some examples. You can write as many polite letters to advertisers as you want, but you cannot reasonably expect to collect any meaningful advertising revenue if you do not promise those advertisers quote brand safety that means you have to ban racism sexism transphobia and all kinds of other speech that is totally legal in the united states but reveals people to be total assholes so you can make all the promises about quote free speech you want but the dull reality is that you still have to ban a bunch of legal speech if you want to make money. And when you start doing that, your creepy new right-wing fanboys are going to viciously turn on you, just like they turn on every other social network that realizes the same essential truth. End quote. Well, <laughs> that's a mouthful. And uh, kind of a spicy article there. 
I just say, well, they haven't tried our psionics yet, have they? <laughs> yes, well, seriously now, the future tech stuff all depends upon the angle we look at it from. I always say we got to be chilling like a villain. But you and I both know that the world is full of excitable men. Yes, the world is full of excitable men. Spoiled bitches. And obnoxious muggles. Muggles, not magic folk. You can tell I'm a Harry Potter fan. So, it never comes easy being the ruler in the background of society. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's easier to be the ruler in the background of society. I mean, would you really want to be the leader? Regardless of which side of the fence you're on. <laughs> I mean, you end up on somebody's t-shirt or... Uh, oh, God forbid. You know, you're, you end up on a um, backdrop for, or, or a target practice for somebody... Um, you know, getting their frustration out with their uh, shotgun or their rifle. I feel a tinge of sympathy for these established fellas. I said a tinge of sympathy, not compassion. But especially when they get a load of psionics from us. I mean, look, Musk aside, look at, look at examples of actresses whom have had to apologize before all of their fans and peers. I forget her name. It, it eludes my mind at the moment. Oh, what was her name? That wonderful woman with the very natural body. Um, Scarlett Johansson. I remember she had to do some big apologetic thing before her fans. And I don't even remember what it was about. People say things they do things. I mean, so what? Whatever it was. It's embarrassing. Life's tough. In my own personal experience, you know, I've had to deal with outrageous injuries uh, beginning at the age of seven. And, you know, later on as an adult, I would see people walking around, you know, from sports clubs wearing shirts that read on the shirt, pain is temporary, pride is forever. It must be nice to be young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, having, you know, as a teenager, being in a backlock with a martial artist nearly breaking my back, uh, living with uh, injuries from being beaten with a two-by-two by a big old good old boy. And they say pain is temporary. Now, some of this shit lasts forever, guys. And all I was trying to do was stop a couple of gangsters from beating up our neighbor's kid. Where were the cops? Uh, somewhere called... Not here. Oh, they're always there when young kids are skateboarding. But when all the homies come out, when you see real trouble, well, Orange County, Riverside, the cops are like, Poof! They're gone. They're not there. They disappeared like a friggin' magic trick. So, like I said, I feel a tinge of sympathy for the well-established. 
but not a whole lot of, and definitely nothing close to, compassion. Moving on, yes? I can hear you let out a sigh of relief saying, Yes, I mean like fucking hell, Verloc. I'm glad you got that off your chest, but can we please get on with the psionic stuff already? <laughs> Patience, my Padawan. Air Doctor was coming to that. From these two articles I've pointed out, in that little digression about my past, I would like to now redirect your attention to two key factors about ruling the world with psionics. Number one, controlling the behavior of people. Number two, controlling the behavior of people. And did I forget to mention controlling the behavior of people? Got that? Good! Well, I'll say it again. Psionics is the ultimate mental influence methodology. And if you're not doing it, somebody else is. Look, if you don't like what Apple is doing to third-party apps, may I introduce you to my yellow magic book, downloaded on Amazon, Sun. Take the Psionics Academy already and start making the changes you want in the world. Look, if you're a developer, for, for example, some developers make really good money in the Apple App Store. But maybe something like this is really important to your pocketbook, especially Apple's 30%, I think it is. I know Elon Musk had a problem with uh, how much Apple charges in relationship to, to uh, developers with Twitter or something. I'd have to read more into that. That could be another show. Of course, you could bypass all of this by simply helping new startups build Web3 and blockchains and just forget about the walled gardens of tech giants, right? I mean, that's one of my pro uh, projects. Via Psionics, I've drawn to myself a group of talents in Lithuania who wish to create a radionics and Psionics Web3 experience and augmented realities on their system. And they've already generated millions of dollars on their end, not mine. I don't have millions of dollars. And they created Web3 games, some pretty cool ones. So that's yet another means to combating technical tyranny. The walled gardens, if you will, of Apple uh, and so on. I, I don't think Microsoft is really in that category anymore. It's because they're, um, Microsoft has done uh, some interesting things recently in, in these recent years. Uh, where you can have Microsoft apps on your Google phone. You can have Microsoft apps on your iPhone. And so they're really cross-platform interop. It's called interoperability, right? For some of you who are not real familiar with these Web3 terms, I'm going to tell you. Those of you who already know everything, bear with me. Not all of our listeners are real tech-savvy. So, get with the new people out there and start building the opposite of tyranny. Something I've recently heard about is... Uh, a blockchain, or no, a crypto, <laughs> a 
Oh, there's just so many terminologies. Cryptocurrency called KuCoin. K-U-C-O-I-N. KuCoin. Cuckoo. Yeah, KuCoin. And um, they are going to build, um, I don't have the notes right in front of me, but a new type of uh, social media on the Web3 uh, instead of Web2. I might just go ahead and take a look to see if I have that note for you real quick. I know I mentioned it on Twitter, so I'll open up my Twitter and take a look. See if I have that on there. Yeah, so KuCoin, that sounds exciting that they're creating... Um, a new type of social network. Um, let's see what that is. Uh, well, I just see it. Um, I've talked a lot about generative tech recently. But. And some nostalgia. If you go through my Twitter you'll see I'm very nostalgic. And for good reason. I can tell you a lot about what life was like in the 70s and 80s. And how wonderful that is. Anyway. Nope, I don't see it. We'll have to come back to that later. But there's um, a new um, social networking coming out to uh, the KuCoin um, economy. So anyway, let's get on with the generative tech that I was going to talk about and psionics. Listen, you may be out of ideas, right? For building, say, a psionic robot. Yes, I am the inventor of psionic robot. Read the book. Psionic Robot, An Artificer's Guide to Anthropomorphic Constructs. And it is still like the most badass, <laughs> super, super villain co uh, comic book RPG style of uh, cover for that book. And it's illustrated throughout. Or maybe you need to build a servitory image. So, where does generative AI come in? Well, it comes in real handy here. One of the things this generative tech is good at is blending a whole lot of pictures and photographs. Um, you know, also some people are working on music and uh, writing. I've tried like Jarvis and that was just terrible. I didn't like it. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I didn't like Jarvis. Um, but pictures and photographs and then deciding upon a final image of the combined elements and components resulting in something entirely new for you to work with. So, like for us, when we're working with psionics, we, we're not necessarily trying to sell anything. So if we're blending other people's artwork together, we're using it for our own purpose for magic at home. Um, we're not distributing the images to anybody. We're just going to be uh, using our machines for uh, magical purposes there's nothing wrong on our end right we're not stealing anything so as an example uh, you could blend the various glyphs like elements uh, elemental glyphs or various elements that you want to work with and combine these into a final single piece of computer generated illustration and loosely use the term artwork and then print that out, maybe even onto transparent film. There, there's a whole lot of ways of uh, using different kinds of printouts that, again, I talk about in Cyanic Robot, or I wrote about it, I should say. Print that out and get to work on charging up your servitor. Or maybe even check this out. This is one of my favorite concepts. Air Doctor. 
super genius. I never believed in false modesty. If you want to create an egregore designed from, from all the political influences in the world, whatever you want, generative tech, generative AI can do this for you. Especially if you find it annoying shuffling through the various political ideas people have. Or maybe you find it amusing, I don't know. But if, you, if you're like me, where you could really care less and you just want to get work done, the generative AI is your friend. As for power leaders, well, they're easy to influence to do all the things you want them to do, aren't they? Yes, crowds of people. Women going topless in New York. That was a fun project. You only need practice, son. And it helps a lot to have the experience of someone whom has done this long before you. But your arrival at this time is most opportune. That's why I always say, take the Sanix Academy video course. Then you'll be up to speed and you get to be the supervillain or, well, the superhero or champion of Mr. Donut or whatever you like. <laughs> Just remember, train up and then go have fun with all the knowledge and power that you have gained. Let's take one more look at this article posted by The Verge, and I quote, also, everyone crying about free speech conveniently ignores that the biggest threat to free speech in America is fucking government, which seems completely bored of the First Amendment. They're out here banning books, Elon. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump have identical policy positions on Section 230. They both, wanted to, they both want to repeal it. Do you know why? Because the First Amendment prohibits them from making explicit speech regulations, so they keep threatening to repeal the law that allows social networks to even exist in order to exert indirect pressure on content policy. It's not subtle. <laughs> End quote. <sighs> the masses can whine. Oh boy, can they ever whine. You see, well, we're all being had. The narrative for this, the narrative for that, is a dance from left to right. Dance on a floor of bones and skulls, my dear. And everyone is lying to you that they have your best interest in mind, except for me. No, look, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I didn't just go out and buy a strip of land yesterday with y'all's money, right? I'm a working man like you, like most of you listening. I think we have a, a few shills following who get paid off. We know who you are. Life doesn't work the way they've taught you in school, you know that? You'll just have to get over it. There is no equal. Nobody is born even Stephen. Because some people are bigger and stronger. Others are smarter than us. And some people have amazing talents. It's life. 
And like Professor Snape said to Harry Potter, Well, it may have escaped your notice, but life isn't fair. And Professor Snape was spot on. It's kind of sad, really. I mean, if you've watched all the Harry Potter films, poor old Severus Snape. In the end, the best of teachers at Hogwarts has to die. And then the actor died. Oh my god, Air Doctor is depressed now. Can we all please just agree to rewind the world clock back to 1977 and get ourselves lost in Star Wars A New Hope? Come on, Luke, you can do it. Trust your feelings, Luke. And sometimes the world just gets to me so much. And it's like I want to create some psionics pixels, like in the movie Pixels. Yeah, I'm not a real big Adam Sanders fan, but you get my point. And let, let's let loose these constructs upon the world. Yeah, create some psionic pixels and let these constructs loose upon planet, stupid. You know? Yes, well, people are still going to run out and vote for stupid. So I realize uh, we're kind of in the minority circle here, aren't we? It's like that, though. There's no reason to feel glum about it. You know, it's like how the pyramids got built. Catch my drift. In any event, generative art or generative AI will have suitable applications for technicians of psionics. Radionics, Psychotronics, and our favorite Chaos Magicians. The reason I believe so is that the generative technology makes the process of creating a unique but quantified by AI image easier. The generative tech, the AI does the heavy lifting for you, for the magician, in creating a focus pattern or a pattern you want to take a rate with such as an image intended to represent an egregore from the body social's collective assumptions about reality on many levels and well maybe even for neural networks AI nodes I've talked about fetch AI a number of times and they, they've created like a a social video sharing network. It's all location based. They also have AI nodes everywhere. Satellites and robots. There's some application for this generative technology as it can be applied to uh, psionics in sort of a detached way from the operator, which is kind of nice. There are some things we want to be um, linked up to, such as money love, romance, and then there are other things we want to be completely detached from, like politics, a snubbery. And I'm being cynical in an entertaining way here. But in reality, like many of you, I just want to use this technology to, with psionics, make my life better and share, share this with you. You know, this would make capturing passive rates on radionic machines far, far more effective than having the operator's uh, conceptions or maybe even misconceptions sort of meddling into the witness sample 
or uh, the subject being uh, one emphasized uh, two uh, suppressed or three or written to and of course uh, the most important part is is transmitting to the ether when we when we broadcast out into reality what we want to manifest right you know in closing our episode tonight I think that no matter what technical marvels or innovations for Sanix we discover I'm reminded of that moment long ago that I wrote about uh, when I felt a hand reach down from the sun and touch upon the crown of my head I was about seven years old and I became aware of the desert um, the life in it I was shown something um, spiritual you might call it it's just it's an amazing universe when we open our minds to what's really going on in, in, in the world you know when we turn off the noise and go out into the desert and just um, take some time to knock on knock on the sky today is one of those mornings where I woke up sitting in my meditation chair appreciating the golden rays of the Sun passing through the blinds in the window and I have no self or no self-worth that is detached in any way from the cosmic all the grand totality of everything in the universe and I'm embracing only the oneness with the cosmic all the glorious world that has been dreamed by the greatest dreamer throughout all space and time in an odd way people always think that the concept of God is beyond our reach and that's really a silly notion inward my friend look inward if you're curious about these moments of serenity and uh, oneness may I introduce you to my VPG series particularly the miraculous prayer board VPG 2 and then take an adventure with me beginning like a new hope in my beginning in 1980 uh, first leaving America from our comfortable home at my grandmother's house uh, living in the Middle East later after that for a few years and then at length haunting the mountain shrines in Japan for several years where I discovered a secret and invented the miraculous prayer board cyanic robots fantastic facilitator and secrets about the runes and just so much more because I listened to the subtle hints I opened up to my guardian angels my ancestral Acer until next time we meet up lords and ladies I want to remind you all to keep the magic high thank you for joining me Air Doctor signing out Thank you.